This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. U.S. stocks edged lower Tuesday as Wall Street continued a sluggish start to the week, with investors continuing to monitor China's COVID policy and look ahead for Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell's scheduled speech. The S&P 500 was down 0.2%, while the technology-heavy Nasdaq composite ticked lower by 0.6%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was virtually flat for the day. The slump came after all three stock indexes finished lower Monday, as protests against China's strict COVID policies had far-reaching consequences across global markets. The S&P 500 declined more than 1%, the first time it did so on a post-Thanksgiving Monday since 2008, according to Bespoke Investments. The U.S. dollar weakened against a basket of peers, following days of gains as the yuan dipped. In oil markets Tuesday, the global benchmark Brent crude climbed 2.6% to trade above $86 a barrel. The yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note rose to 3.755% from 3.701% on Monday. Monday's sell-off accelerated following remarks of two Federal Reserve officials who stressed the central bank's rate-hiking campaign will continue. New York Fed President John Williams on Monday said there was still more work to do to bring down inflation. Stronger demand for labor, stronger demand in the economy than I previously thought, and then somewhat higher underlying inflation suggest a modestly higher path for policy relative to September. Williams told reporters Monday after an event hosted by the Economic Club of New York. At another event, St. Louis Fed President James Bullard said, We've got a ways to go to get restrictive. Bullard also pointed out that the Fed's target policy rates need to rise to at least a range between 5.00% and 5.25% from the current level of 3.75% to 4.00% to be sufficiently restrictive to curb inflation. All eyes now turn to Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell's speech on Wednesday at the Brookings Institution, the last speech before the Fed's next rate-setting meeting in mid-December. However, it is unclear what more Powell could say that we have not heard from recent Fed speakers, wrote Andrew Tyler, head of U.S. market intelligence at J.P. Morgan. While the Fed pivot is currently off the table, investors looking for a pause are unlikely to find that support from Powell this week. Meanwhile, Investors are also bracing for a jam-packed week of economic data. On Tuesday, data from S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller National Home Price Index showed that U.S. home prices fell 1% in September from August, posting a third consecutive monthly decline. The slowdown comes as mortgage rates have surged to near 7% from lows near 3% in just 10 months. 
the Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Index, the latest indicator of the strength of the U.S. economy, fell to 100.2 in November from a revised 102.2 reading in October, while economists surveyed by Bloomberg called for a drop to 100. In corporate news, Apple fell more than 2% Tuesday following turmoil at the world's largest iPhone factory in Xinjiang. The unrest in China further sparked fears of a shortfall of close to 6 million iPhone Pro units this year, Bloomberg reported. Apple also found itself at the other end of Elon Musk's ire, as the billionaire owner of Twitter is picking a fight with the tech giant. Musk targeted the company over its ad spending on Twitter and raised the prospect of a bigger battle over Twitter's availability on the Apple App Store. Meanwhile, in the U.S., Apple also faces headwinds heading into next year, Oppenheimer analyst Martin Yang told Yahoo Finance Live on Tuesday. Also, shares of United Parcel Service rose 2.6% as the Biden administration calls on Congress to act and pass legislation that would avert a rail strike. UPS is the largest rail customer. Shares of AMC Networks were up nearly 2% after CEO Christina Spade left the company after less than three months in the role. On the earnings front, CrowdStrike Holdings Incorporated, Intuit, and Workday are set to report Tuesday. Elsewhere in the crypto world, BlockFi, a crypto loan and borrow platform, filed for bankruptcy. The crypto lender is the latest in a string of platforms in the digital assets market that have crumbled following FTX's collapse. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.